Welcome back to another Breakthrough Podcast, Discovering New Pathways. You know who I am, Omar Muhammad, helping you improve and progress in business and in life. All right, so this is brought to you by the MBDA, the Minority Business Development Agency out of Washington, D.C., and EDAT, the Entrepreneurial Development and Assistance Center at Morgan State University. Um, before we get to the co-host and our special guest here, just want to let you know that you can find us on Instagram uh, at Ride Small Biz. That's Ride Small Biz, B-I-Z. Uh, as well as you can find us on our website at edacmorgan.com. That's E-D-A-C Morgan.com. And just to let you know that we have this podcast. We also have an entrepreneurship one-on-one training. Uh, we have continuing education through our Ride University. Just no more than 10-minute um, workshops that we do. And you can find those on the EDAC Morgan website as well. Uh, we also have our relationship with the Returning Citizens Magazine and our annual event, which is coming up in August, August the 20th. So bookmark that, uh, save the date from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So without further ado, we're going to get right to it. Uh, as you can see, we have a special guest. I want to introduce you uh, to Dr. Ron Garrett, and he is the director of the Bridge Center at Adams House. Dr. Garrett, welcome to the Break Breakthrough Podcast. How are you? Awesome. Glad to be here. I really appreciate the inv invitation to come and hang out with you today. All right. Good deal. Thank you for, for hanging out with me. So <laughs> but let's let's jump right into it. You know, so let's first talk about who are you? You know, why, why should people be listening to you? <laughs> well, um, again, um, um, my name is Ron Garrett and I, 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 I serve currently as a director of the Bridge Center at Adams House, which is Prince George's County's one-stop shop for uh, returning citizens, veterans, and transitional age youth. But prior to getting to this uh, 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 place, uh, I, I am also a returning citizen. So I think I do know a thing or two about, about re-entry. Um, I happen to, uh, um, I, I'll, if I could place it this way, I had a 20-year missionary journey a 20-year missionary journey inside of the Georgia Department of Corrections. So we'll talk more about that as we move on. All right. Well, let's, let's get right to it, because that's <laughs> one of the questions that we always ask, you know, how long have you been home? And so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, I mean, my, my, my little situation is, is somewhat unique. I've only been um, I've only been um, uh, in the community a little over three years. Uh, I served from uh, September the 4th of 1998 to September the 4th of 2018. Uh, so again, a little over three years, I've been uh, back into the community. All right, so, so after returning home, you know, what were your plans? Um, actually, my plan was to remain in Georgia and to you know, do some work in the, in the re-entry uh, space in Georgia. Um, 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 I, I worked quite a bit with developing a, a reentry dorm model or a therapeutic community model in the Georgia Department of Corrections. So I was I was actually looking forward to to continuing to work uh, uh, with that initiative, but from the outside in. <laughs> so um, that was my plan. But uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I ended up I have some family member family members in the DMV, and I actually came up to visit, and I haven't I haven't looked back since. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Well, we're glad to have you here in the DMV. You know, so let's let's talk about, you know, when we talk to returning citizens, especially when they're they're coming out. Uh, and then when they, you know, jump from, you know, coming out there and then they get into entrepreneurship, you know, your transition, you know, talk to us about your transition. You know, was it smooth or were there challenges? And and, and like I said, my transition was kind of, it was, it was a little bit unique because of my, I was afforded to do a few things while I was doing my 20 years of incarceration. I was able to complete a, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, and a doctorate degree right. uh, 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 while incarcerated. Uh, and during my incarceration, I, I served at most of the facilities as the chaplain's assistant, which allowed me to have access to computers and uh, things of that nature. So my learning curve upon being released wasn't as great as uh, many others. Uh, I was able to to do my last year in Georgia as a, a place called the, the um, Augusta Transitional Center, where we uh, had an opportunity to work in the community, save up some money, and I had a unique opportunity to to become employed by an organization called New Skill uh, as a uh, business uh, uh, a, a business developer, and so that was um, interesting. I had remote work for my first job, my first job coming back in the community. So that's interesting yes. concerning where, where we are now with the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so you're, you're with the health department for Prince George's County. So that's what you're doing now. You know, talk. You want to talk a little bit about that? That work? Right. Absolutely. And so, like I said, when um, um, I, I first served um, here in in the in the DMV as the regional reentry coordinator in in uh, Washington D.C., uh, then last year, uh, March the the in March of last year of 2021, I came to work for the Bridge Center at Adams House, which is an entity of the Prince George's County Health Department. We are a interagency uh, collaboration between the health department, Department of Social Services, Department of Family Services, Department of Corrections, Employ Prince George's, which is the county's, uh, one of the county's primary workforce development um, um, providers, and about 30 community-based organizations. And as I said at the outset, we provide services to returning citizens, veterans, and transitional age youth. So talk about those services. So somebody that's coming out or somebody that's already out, you know, what type of services are you providing? The service, well, we behavioral health care, of course, substance abuse treatment programming. We have a, a new program called Uplift, uh, where we provide um, transportation uh, for our clients to and from uh, you know, meetings with case managers here at the Bridge Center, the case manager with the Department of Corrections or parole officers to and from job interviews uh, while they're in job training programs. Um, we provide transportation to and from. Um, um, and then when persons are actually become employed, there's still you know a couple of weeks or so before they get that first check. So we uh, uh, assist them with uh, uh, transportation uh, for those first couple of weeks. Uh, we have great partnerships that provide um, um, clothing, um, food assistance, um, transitional housing, which is a key component, the Denny House, and the Damascus House um, are doing a magnificent job providing uh, transitional housing uh, to our clients here in Prince George's County. Mm. So, so, you, so, so, is this uh, specific to Prince George's County, or can 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 we refer people to to you out of Baltimore? Okay, you can refer um, folks to us out of Baltimore, but the thing that will be required is that they would actually have to establish a residence here in um, Prince George's County. Um, um, and, and we do assist 
um, um, clients working through that process. One, an another program is that we're, um, we actually pay for uh, I, um, IDs and um, driver's licenses for our um, uh, returning citizen clients as well. Okay. All right. I mean, that, that's good to know. You know, one of the things that, you know, I'm always finding out is, you know, resources, the, the ecosystem, you know, and one of the things that we, we're good at entrepreneurship. Right. It comes down to the other challenges that returning citizens um, have and will have. You know, we, we need that support system as well. So mm -hmm. we can refer people mm -hmm. to, we, we, we definitely do that. And, you know, my co-host, hey, Leon Robinson, you know, me, Dr. Yes, sir. Dr. Garrett. <laughs> Dr. Garrett, good, good afternoon, brother. Uh, sorry for my tardiness. I had to take a call, but um, thanks so much for joining, man. Absolutely. Great to meet you, Leon. Likewise. All right, so let's 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 jump into it. You know, so you are a returning citizen. You know, you you're working to support returning citizen. So talk to us about you know you changing the narrative. How how are you changing the narrative? Well, what is the narrative that you talk about? The narrative. <laughs> I mean, there was a time yeah. when um, Washington D.C. did not have the the vast amount of uh, reentry programming that is a, that's current and resources that are that are currently available. And so I was living in Prince George's County, working in Washington, D.C., and I would hear all the time that, you know, clients have to go from Prince George's County and get services in Washington, D.C. And I said, that, that can't be correct, right? Something has got to, you know, you know, so I began to do a little investigation. I came across uh, the Bridge Center at Adams House um, and, and became acquainted with the services that were provided. Uh, I also discovered that there were a great number of services provided in the county, but folks were doing so in silos. Uh, mm -hmm. They weren't communicating with one another. They weren't referring clients for mutual support. So the Bridge Center at Adams House, hence the bridge, uh, we not only connect resource providers, but we also connect our clients with the vast number of resources that are, that are in Prince George's County. I, I like that. Uh, so, so were you responsible for that? <laughs> well, I can say I, I wish I could say I was responsible, but I'm not. Um, the Bridge Center at Adams House was actually um, opened in 2018 with the mission to serve returning citizens, veterans, and transitional age youth. Yeah. Uh, over the past year, uh, my primary goal has been to, um, uh, or function, I'll say, has been to create awareness in the community that the Bridge Center exists and the vast amount of resources that are available uh, through our community-based partners. Um, and so that, is, that has been the, uh, the number one um, task at hand, if you will, for the last year of my service here at the Bridge Center. Absolutely. And I, did I hear you say 30, 30 partners that you're working with? Yes, uh, 30 community-based partners. Thirty community-based partners around re-entry, fifteen wow. community-based partners wow. around transitional age youth, and eight wow. uh, community-based partners around uh, providing services to veterans. Wow, a lot of resources. Yeah. Of resources. And, the, and, the, and the thing that's and I think I said you know the Bridge Center is the one-stop shop, right? Yeah. So the part, the core partners, um, the health department, uh, we have about twenty-one staff members. Uh, clinical case managers, case managers, counselors, peer mm -hmm. support workers. The Department of Social Services has two staff members here at our office. Department of Family Services provides um, 
uh, NABVETS, which is a National Association of Black Veterans. Oh, yeah. um, they have office here at the at our location. Uh, Employee Prince George's, who is the workforce development provider for the county. They have an office here at our location. So, um, and we have several of our community-based partners as well, Catholic Charities, um, the Denny House, Damascus House, and all of our partners who have a need to meet with uh, clients in the community, we um, provide you know, uh, office space uh, for them to do so here at this location. All right, so, so I know this is focused on returning citizens, but you, you, you piqued my, my, my interest with the vets. Um, so these vets, what type of services are you providing uh, for them? And, and let me let me I'll, let me say this before you answer that question. So we also work with vets, but again, the work that we're doing is around entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So we're working first of all, we're working with uh, women of color who mm -hmm. are vets and entrepreneurs. Uh, so that's why I'm asking the question. You know, maybe there's some uh, some support that we can offer them if they're interested in entrepreneurship. Absolutely, and so. Uh, a couple of our transitional house providers, one being the, the, the Denny House, they actually uh, provide housing for uh, veterans as well, transitional housing for veterans. Uh, okay. One of those locations happens to be for um, women with children, whether they are returning citizens or whether they are uh, veterans. She has services available for both. Um, also, all of the uh, the available benefits that veterans have uh, access to. Yes. Um, um, our NABVETS volunteers, uh, that is their uh, primary per uh, purpose. But of course, you know, things like behavioral health care uh, supports um, are also available through, through our um, partners here at the Bridge Center. Okay, wow. I mean, it seems like the, the bridge is the place to be, you know, for those, those type of resources. And now I have a, a, a better understanding of, you know, the resources that you have there. Um, I guess we work with, although we work, we work for returning citizens and vets right. throughout the state of Maryland. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, those in Prince George's County, we can say, hey, do you know about the bridge uh, program with Dr. Garrett? So definitely appreciate that. Um, so I, I do want to um, go back just a little bit about, you know, you know, when you when you first came home, you know, what were your plans? Well, I mean, like I said, I was gonna I was gonna stay in uh, Georgia. Um, I, uh, I have a couple of brothers, an aunt and uncle that are here in the DMV, actually in Prince George's County for you know going on now over 15, 18 years, and so they were just telling me about there's so many more opportunities uh, uh, here than in Georgia, and so. Um, I actually came up to to visit. To be quite honest, <laughs> I didn't I didn't plan on staying. And yeah. I saw a I saw I saw a news segment on uh, Morca on the mayor's office on returning citizen affairs in Washington D.C. Oh, wow. And they were doing a story on the director. His name was Brian Ferguson. Mm -hmm. And when they told me that he was a returning citizen, and he's oh. leading the mayor's office on returning citizen affairs in Washington D.C., of yeah. course the next day I had to, I, I went there. And the, the, the rest is history. I was able to get uh, uh, connected with a, uh, uh, a job opportunity with uh, through Catholic Charities as the regional reentry coordinator. And I keep saying that one of the things that makes my little my reentry a little bit unique is the fact that when I came home, my family said uh, they set me down and said, number one, you're not getting ready to get a job right away. You don't need to get a job right away. Mm. 
here is uh, not a, you know, not a bag of clothes, but this closet, this closet, and this closet, that's your stuff. Wow. Here's some keys. So I can't, so I can't take, you know, I don't take, you know, because it, it was the great family support that I was able uh -huh. to come home to that made a world of difference, which, which is what makes me so passionate about the work that I, that I do now. It's because providing that family support network for individuals who do not have that platform to start from is vital. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. Because I had the support coming home as well. I'm a returning citizen as well. And uh, that that actually made a huge difference in just how I transitioned from incarceration back into the real world, you know, and a lot of people can't say that, you know, so I applaud you for using, you know, how you were able to benefit from your family support and providing, trying or working towards providing those type of opportunities to uh, others. So um, I can, I can resonate. I resonate with that a lot, man. And I and I, if I, if I could on oh, that please. thought, yeah, please. If I, on that thought, um, there's so many, um, there's so many people that, that, you know, people like Brian Ferguson, who is the, like I said, the, uh, the executive director for the mayor's office on returning citizen affairs, Lamont Curry, who is now the director of uh, Morca, uh, myself and a number of other individuals who have been able to, you know, have a, a, a significant impact uh, in the reentry community after being released from, and, and Mr. Um, Leon Robinson uh, as well. But but the thing that I that I wish the community could understand or society could understand is that there are hundreds of Ron Garrett's. They just don't have the support needed to start the way that I did. You with me? And so that's what, again, that's what makes me so passionate about the about this work. Mm, and we definitely appreciate that. Uh, so let's, uh, as we are uh, going out, winding up, uh, what's your contact information website? You know, how can people learn more about what you do? If I could, it would be, I'm trying to think of my Ron at RonaldGarrett.com. Um, that's, I mean, personally, but um, um, being able to, being able to, um, Connect more to the Bridge Center at Adams House um, services, the Bridge Center at Adams House. Google the Bridge Center at Adams House, and we're we're on the county website. All right, good deal. And, you know, so we always ask this question, too, you know, uh, what advice would you give to other returning citizens, especially those who are thinking about entrepreneurship? You know, what advice would you give to those individuals? And I would say entrepreneurship, because I didn't say a lot about that, but, but the, the organization that actually gave me my first job uh, while I was uh, at the Transitional Center was an organization called Pentorship or Square Up. Uh -huh. And uh, Miss um, Christine Daniel, who is still one of my mentors to today, um, I went through a course with her called Square Up, which is a course in entrepreneurial thinking. Yeah. It changed my life. Uh, and so uh, individuals who are looking to, there's another word, entrepreneurship yeah yeah absolutely uh, is. people yeah. when people are able to you know getting a job that may not be especially the entry-level job is of course it's not the end-all be-all but it is a step it is an opportunity and if we will treat it right and if we will make ourselves a sponge and have the correct um attitude in that process 
companies are looking for people that they can hire and promote, but you got to be willing to do the work. Yeah. I'm on each other. Entrepreneurship, you know, that's one of the things that I say to individuals all the time who are working for other people. Right. Combining that, I mean, it's basically you combining that entrepreneur, not basically, it's providing that entrepreneurial thinking to those individuals that are working for other people. So, yep, definitely appreciate that. All right. So, so square up, we definitely got, you know, circle back on that. You know, I know you and I, we spoke about that. Mm-hmm. So we got circle back, back on that. Um, so did you give out your advice, man? You know, I got caught up there. You talking about <laughs> my advice. That's right. So my advice would be when anyone that is returning to the community, um, the opportunity that is right in front of you is the best opportunity in the world, no matter what it looks like right, right now at this moment. And if you will treat it like an opportunity and not the end all be all, um, it'll change your life. Um, Patience, patience, patience. Getting to where we want, where we've been dreaming about for those 10 years in prison, 15 years in prison, uh, buying that home, buying that car, all of those things will come, but it takes one step at a time. And, and yeah. I would say, in closing, surround yourself with old, gray-headed, <laughs> bald-headed people. The greatest mistake I ever made in my life was rejecting the wisdom that was all around me. Yes, Surround sir. yourself wow. with people who have been there and done that and be willing to receive constructive criticism. It'll change wow. your life. Wow, man. These are some good, good points, man. Good yeah. nuggets. Yeah, good nuggets. The one that I learned about the most is bald head and gray. <laughs> 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 Dr. Rod Garrett of the Bridge, uh, Bridge, Center, Bridge Center at Adams House. I want to thank you for coming on the Breakthrough Podcast. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, it's a pleasure to uh, be here, and I'm going to be looking forward to coming back. Ab- absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Leon, any final thoughts? Nah, man, I'm 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 grateful and thankful, and I uh, appreciate your time and your wisdom and just your insight. Um, you know, I, I personally uh, needed that, you know, just to keep me on my 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 path um, and understanding that it's a journey. You know, it's just a marathon, not a sprint. So just continuing to reiterate the patience thing. Um, you know, I, I needed that personally. You know, so I just want to thank you for that and. Um, you know, wish you all the best and, you know, hopefully we can connect sometime soon. All right. Good Likewise. Day. All right, y'all. Don't forget to follow us on Ride Small Biz. We're on Instagram and all of the activities that we're doing with the Ride Initiative can be found at edacmorgan. That's edacmorgan.com. Until next time, continue discovering new path pathways and don't forget to always improve and progress. Peace. 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 This is Rich Lapidoc.